Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Culés, soc el Gerard. Sempre he dit que després del Barça no hi hauria cap altre equip. I així serà. Aquest dissabte serà el meu últim partit al Camp Nou. I ja em coneixeu. Tard o d'hora, tornaré. Visca el Barça, sempre. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this La Liga Lowdown bonus podcast. We simply had to talk to you guys after the momentous news that one of Spanish football's greatest players... Gerard Piqué has announced his retirement from the game and his last match at Camp Nou will be this Saturday against Almeria. I'm joined by Roman Darque from Barcelona and Rory Barlow in Scotland to reflect on the career and legacy of one of the finest centre-backs that Spain has ever produced. 614 Barcelona appearances, eight leagues, seven coppers, six supercoppers, three Champions Leagues, three Super Cups, Three Club World Cups, that's two trebles in there. Throw in the World Cup and the Euros too. He has simply won everything. Um, first of all, for you, Roman, living in the city, what is your reaction to this momentous news today? Well, I, I think it came a bit as a shock because uh, we all knew uh, Piquet's career, career would probably not last too long, but uh, definitely we didn't expect it to happen uh, just now with uh, a couple of games before the World Cup takes place you know I, th- I think it caught us all by surprise similarly to, to when Messi uh, had to announce that he was leaving you know because it all seemed like it was done and dusted and then suddenly out of nowhere all this uh, communications come up you know and, and they kind of uh, catch you in a in a weird moment and for me it's a bit sad of course I mean I've always been a big fan of Piquet I've really valued his his work at the club and everything he's done for us uh, but I also understand that many weren't happy with his performances lately so I mean uh, as I said quite a surprise quite sad for me but uh, it's football and you know it's it's part of the process and for you Rory yeah yeah I think uh, that Roman kind of summed that up pretty well but uh, the first thing I did was I thought I considered it very briefly before I start to to work and type very rapidly about Piquet's uh, retirement <laughs> was considered booking flights because it's really gutting to think that I won't see Piquet on a football pitch again. He's he's one of the players that I've grown up with. Piquet would have been when he started playing, well, when he made his debut for uh, Manchester United, I would have been sort of eight or so. And then, yeah, through the years, Barcelona, I yeah, I feel very much like I've... Uh, 
lost a piece of reality and a piece of kind of my lifetime that's uh, passing by and it's a sign of us getting older <laughs> enough of that <laughs> yeah the timing does seem strange um Roman, I know you talked about the World Cup coming up and some uh, media leaks have him in the pre-list and others have said that he's he's not going to play at all, even if he's asked. Um, what do you make of the timing of it and the way that it's come out almost so out, out of nowhere? Because he's been playing in the team the last couple of weeks because all the other centre-backs have been injured. Yeah, I mean, it is surprising, as I said before, the timing is, is pretty weird for me. Uh, I honestly would have liked it to be at the end of, of, of the year, in the 31st, where they play against Espanyol at the Camp Nou. And we know that Piqué loves the game against Espanyol. I think that would have been ideal. But of course, it also doesn't make too much sense to uh, wait a month or so till the World Cup finishes and then, you know play one game and leave so I guess uh, he kind of thought the sooner the better he'd received a lot of criticism lately as we'd said I think he, he kind of mentions that in his in his farewell video and I think that's also part of the reason but also lots of things happening in his life you know also the Shakira situation the divorce they've had you know uh, also considering his form isn't the best of late he hasn't been really performing although to be fair I really thought that that game against Celta uh, some weeks back he was really good he had a great performance there for me we saw a very good PK but then of course came the Inter game, came other games where he really has been under par and that of course has, has probably affected his confidence too and he said once himself uh, that if he was ever a problem for the club he wouldn't hesitate to step aside you know and let others uh, take charge so I think that's kind of accumulation of all these things together and I guess he thought uh, now that the World Cup's coming and, and you know I have other things I want to uh, look into because he's got his own business etc so I guess that's maybe part of the reasons why he decided to, to stop now. Mm. Rory, if you wouldn't mind just expanding on those as other interests that he's got and will now presumably have a lot more time to pursue. There was also um, something from uh, Relevo today, he's talking about the, the Ley del Deporte, which uh, is still going through Parliament at the moment, talking about the idea that um, it, it would prohibit future participation from players who have uh, interest in other businesses. So that could potentially influence the Supercopa de España, for example. Mark Marker called it the clausula anti piquet in the new Spanish sports <laughs> law, I believe, when it sort of came out. Yeah, so essentially prohibits him from having kind of an involvement in, in any of Spanish football competitions. And Piquet has the Cosmos company, which uh, manages sporting events on the whole. They're in charge of kind of the Davis Cup in tennis. They're heavily involved in that. And they were part of a deal to take the Spanish Super Cup to the Middle East um, initially. Although I do believe the most recent deal that he doesn't have anything to do with. So um, I, I might be wrong on that. I need to fact check that. But but yeah, it does prevent him from sort of getting involved with um, Cosmos. How much of a part did that play in this decision? I mean, cynically you can say this is the reason. But I, I think potentially it still has to pass the Senate. It's passed Congress today, so it still has another stage of Spanish law to pass before it comes into place. So I think mm -hmm. maybe it plays a portion in it, but uh, yeah, I think this is far more to do with football and, and where Piquet is at in his life. And you saw in that video as well, he was talking about, I think, of the child that um, that sort of grew up and had all his dreams for Barcelona and, and what he would think of the Piquet of now. And I wonder, as much as that, I wonder if it's his own kids and if, if they kind of see him sitting on the bench and, and ask him why he's no longer playing and uh, if that perhaps played a part in it and he just realised that he's getting old. Sorry, back yeah, to Yeah, as you say, time... <laughs> it's a theme tonight, Rory. Time comes to us all, of course. Roman, on the football then, 
15 seasons at Barca. This one, of course, hasn't gone the way he would have liked. Um, more talk about his, you know, sacred cow salary and all of these things off the pitch, dominating the headlines rather than his performances on it, which, as you touched on, have been, certainly in La Liga, have been impressive still. That, that's the game you talked about. Uh, I think the Inter game was perhaps eye-opening for a lot of people that he simply couldn't play the way that he used to play. Um, because, of course, in, in the Barca system, playing so high and so bravely on the ball, he did, of course, lower his salary, didn't he, at the start of last season after Messi left. Um, I remember he scored in the, on the opening day and the chance were gol del presidente. Um, so, yeah, it's... I guess my question is, do you, do you agree that the football is, is still the, the kind of main reason behind this decision? Well, I mean, I think it's part of it for sure. As I said before, I think a lot of things are happening in Piquet's life, you know, and, and I guess it just felt like the right time. But definitely in terms of the football, he must have really also seen that uh, it's quite difficult to compete against uh, such high level. But at the same time, there's been so many injuries that he's starting to get the opportunity. So at the same time, that makes you think, you know, whether that's really the reason, because now you see that uh, Araujo is still going to be out for a while. Uh, we saw that Kunde is having problems. Eric also has his problems now and then. Christensen, etc. So he's really had his chances. His level, as we've been saying, isn't what it used to be. But at the same time, I remember last season when Piquet was also really like put into, in doubt, you know, we were questioning whether he should still be continuing. And then towards the end of the season, he was probably our best or one of our best uh, defenders, you know. So, I mean, I don't see impossible that Piquet could have recovered a good level because he'd been on the bench for a long time this season. And it isn't easy, you know, coming from uh, just training and sitting on the bench to having to perform against teams like Inter, Bayern, etc. It's, it's, it's not an easy task, you can ask him. But if he'd given some more continuity, maybe due to those injuries or whatever, maybe he could have recovered a higher level. But... It's also true that uh, probably after the World Cup, Araujo, Araujo would be back and all the others hopefully will come back in good shape from the World Cup. We'll see what happens because we've already had problems with the international breaks. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely his level isn't what it used to be and, and that has to be part of the, of, of the problem and part of the reason why he decided to, to call it a quits. Yeah. Rory, on, um, on that then, we've got only four players in, in Barca's history who have played more for the club than Gerard Piquet. One of those is Sergio Busquets, and he's also likely to leave at the end of the season. How damaging could this be that two of the, the captains of the club could be, could be gone uh, by the summer? Do you think that would leave a void that perhaps some fans haven't considered yet? Potentially, yes. I think, to be honest, I tend to be more on the side of the, of the overarching narrative that's formed around these kind of players now that perhaps it is time to move on. I was pretty staunch a pretty staunch defender and not because not because of him or, or anything other than his game and, and what he was playing like last season. I was a defender of PK. I thought he was, as Roman said, one of our best defenders and I thought Sergio Busquets again was one of our best midfielders last season and if you look at other people compared to him, they just weren't performing at the same level. Now, these recent games that PK's played and more recently this season, Busquets, I do think has dropped his level. I think both of them look slower now and I think it's not just down to the team's kind of uh, deficiencies and w one of the things that PK kind of does and one of the things that Busquets do is they condition your side so much at this point in their career that you need to sort of adapt a little bit to them but if they're not giving you the things that are they're really good at that Busquets is still really good at that PK is still really good at then it doesn't make sense to have them in your side and although 
Piquet and Busquets are leaders in their own way. I don't think it will leave a huge void. And if anything, I think it will help Barcelona to have other people take on those roles because, because yeah, I think the lack of... Well, Piquet and Busquets have shown that they're part of uh, a group that's been unable to come through the difficult moments of late. And so it's incumbent on the likes of Pedri, the likes of Gavi. I mean, I know they're very young, but there's... Lewandowski's on them to drag them through situations where PK and Busquets have shown that they can't. Mm, it seems alright, doesn't it, that perhaps for Xavi to move forward with his own ideas, he'll have to move away from two of the pillars of his own team when he played. Well, that'll do for part one. Um, when we come back, we'll talk plenty more about PK and his legacy, his moments, uh, and a couple more of the tributes that have been paid to him today. So uh, join us after this short break. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Marca Gerard Piqué. 
Welcome back to this La Liga Lowdown bonus podcast. We are talking about the retirement of Gerard Piquet, one of the stalwarts of Barcelona for a decade and a half now. I'm delighted to be joined again by Roman Darquer and Rory Barlow. So now let's talk a little bit more positively about the career he had um, at Barca, uh, his successes, his iconic moments, his memorable goals, things like that. Roman, for you, it's very difficult to pick, especially when the news is still sinking in. But what for you is kind of a standout PK moment? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to pick a moment because I thought PK as a player was a, was a standout guy. Uh, as a representative of Barca, we could say you know he was at all time defending the club. He was he was the guy who wouldn't care about saying what he really thought at, at any given time, whether it was against Madrid, whether it was against uh, FIFA, UEFA, whatever. You know, he's the kind of guy who would come clean, straightforward, and say what he thought. And, and you see few players that, that really follow that pattern. Usually they kind of uh, just have their uh, their set speech, you know, they'll give you after every game and say the four four, five things that everyone repeats now and then. But Piquet was completely different uh, from them. That, for me, was something I really valued a lot from him as a player. And going into specific moments, I guess, uh, a couple of classics, which would be, of course, uh, La Manita. You know, we always see him uh, showing those five fingers after winning against Real Madrid. <laughs> exactly, 5-0, <laughs> which was uh, definitely something that caught on really quickly, you know, and you could see everyone doing uh, La Manita. Even here in Barcelona, you know, you'd see people, like, celebrating those moments with La Manita. And also that classic goal he got at the Bernabeu in that uh, 2-6 win uh, with uh, Pep Guardiola on the bench where he, you know, showed his shirt pulling it right down in front of the, everybody in the Bernabeu was pretty impressive. So, I mean, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of guy who isn't shy or afraid and he just steps forward whenever he has to. And for me, in that sense, Piqué was a very special player to us. Se va de todo buscando el centro, Piqué, Casillas, Piqué, golazo de Piqué, golazo del sexto de Piqué, Piqué acaba de hacer una de crack de delantero centro, Piqué acaba de marcar el sexto en el Bernabéu. Yeah, like goal there at the Bernabéu, it was his first La Liga goal for Barça, so not a bad time to get it. <laughs> what was he doing there? Just tearing forward as this centre-back marauding right into the opposition box. Um, but yeah, sums him up. Rory, how about you? Yeah, I think that 6-2 goal was part of the PK personality that Roman kind of refers to. And PK was part of a, a sort of generation of Barcelona players. I mean, the Xavi, Iniesta, Pujols, they were all there beforehand. But PK was part of a, a Barcelona team that was not afraid to go up against Madrid, to challenge them, to, to go head-to-head with them when others perhaps, I mean, you can say it was being respectful, but I think Real Madrid do the same right now I mean you the way that Benzema and Vinicius talk about Barcelona Piquet was when he was young he had that kind of um that swagger and that kind of zest to him that he would take take Madrid like sort of full-on head-on by the horns and uh, I think that was something that Barcelona fans loved the fact that yeah when Barcelona were so far up he wanted to rub it in he was desperate to get on the score sheet to to get it um, I think I'm okay to say get it round the burnabout and uh, and yeah I think that that was part of the PK that sort of brought I mean a lot of hatred to him but brought a lot of fun to Spanish football as well if you want to look at um, perhaps a, a moment that wasn't necessarily I mean it ended all in vain but I remember that Inter goal Lionel Messi Xavi Hernandez slipped through Piquet's onside Gerard Piquet 
where he sort of takes the ball and then kind of swivels and finishes just to give them hope in the Champions League semi-final. I thought that was as, as well, that was pure PK sort of backing himself up front in, in a situation and, and relying on his technical ability in a way that central defenders before PK that we didn't quite see so much. And I'm not saying that weren't ten technical central defenders before, but I remember he kind of popularised that kind of raking crossfield ball where he'd pick it up at centre half and then pick out the opposite winger on the left or right hand side. That kind of thing was, was new to me. That was stuff that I hadn't seen before and that, that was very exciting. If you want to go for a more recent moment, um, the one that I probably celebrated most in the last few years, his header against Sevilla in the Copa del Rey and it was an empty stadium. But... You saw the way he grabbed the camera and screamed into it, and that was a kind of pure <laughs> PK Presidente moment, as you say. Yeah, undoubtedly, some, some fantastic moments there. And of course, yeah, that one really did give them hope of, of winning the Copa in what was a, a season that generally uh, this was disappointing. That was the one highlight of it, winning that Copa. And of course, that goal was crucial in that run. Um, yeah, so many memories. And of course, it's interesting you mentioned the fact he was such a, a kind of new age centre-back. His first partner at Barca was, of course, Carles Puyol, his great friend. And uh, Puyol has, has uh, put on his social media tonight. Thanks for everything, Jerry. I'm in shock. It has been very unfair with you. Few have defended the shirt of Barca as you have. I can always say that I played by your side. A privilege. I love you, friend. And uh, from... <laughs> From the pure Barca to the raving Madridista, even Sergio Ramos has taken to social media to pay tribute to Gerard Pique, his, uh, of course, international teammate with whom he had such success alongside. Uh, so, yeah, adversary and teammate. Ramos said, Que te quiten lo bailao, which is uh, an Andalus colloquialism, I believe, which means uh, you can't take the dance out of me, you can't take away the fun we had. So, uh, lovely words there from both Puyol and Ramos. Uh, any any other thoughts on maybe potentially the national team stuff? Uh, obviously, Roman, for you, um, very very proud for, for Spain to win the World Cup, and PK was a big part of that, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. That's what uh, takes me to to say that PK is probably uh, not just Barca's best defender ever, most likely together with Puyol, you could argue, or Kuman or, or some other, uh, but also possibly in Spain, you know, uh, the debate will be mainly between him and Ramos, which is always going to be there. Uh, obviously, I have to uh, stand on Piquet's side. For me, he was just an uh, extra clever player, you know, t- technically with the ball, you know, bringing it out, uh, control. He had the pace when he when he was younger. Uh, he had the capacity to slide and tackle you at any moment, take the ball off you. I mean, he, he had quality all over and now and then he would like to go up you know and try and finish uh, although in that department probably Ramos was was a bit better but yeah I think uh, he was not just important for uh, Barcelona but also for Spain you know and although many people weren't really happy with with how he was uh, he ended up maybe not in the best way we could say with many Spanish fans and, and Spain in general but uh, I mean you had to know him and you had to enjoy him from a club perspective, you know, knowing him better. I mean, that kind of uh, made you 
value him more as that kind of player. So I think he was he was great and and winning the World Cup, you know, is definitely an achievement that not many can can boast about. And Piquet, you know, as you said before at the beginning, he's he's won it all. He's won every single important trophy, whether it's national, international, club. Uh, national teams, etc. So I mean, this just comes to prove that he's going to be remembered for that, you know, for being an outstanding uh, centre back, uh, and he's going to be remembered for his titles, for his wins, for his victories, and all the big moments. Absolutely, I remember after the 2015 Champions League final in Berlin, when of course Barca sealed the treble, and he put he planted the Catalan flag into the centre circle. Um, not sure if that's before or after he cut the net, because he always cut the nets as well, didn't he? That was always a PK trademark. But uh, yeah, that, that was a, a kind of a, a nice photo that I've seen tonight, a really kind of iconic one. Um, uh, yeah, Rory, uh, final thoughts. But I mean, he, he's played for a range of managers, hasn't he? The likes of Sir Alex Ferguson, Lucho, um, Pep Guardiola, of course, who took him back to Barca, uh, won, winning the treble in his first season. You know, Valverde and Setien, and of course now Xavi himself. Um, what do you think will be the kind of endearing legacy of Piquet? Yeah, to be honest, I think it's been kind of besmirched a bit by the narrative of, of recent years. And I think the the debate around PK, I mean, the way that Catalonia and, and Spain is politically and the way that the Madrid media interpreted that, I think, um, how to put this best, I, I don't. I think it reduced PK in a very unfair way, and I think you can disagree or agree with his political sentiments, and he didn't actually really pronounce them. More just kind of asked for um, general sort of processes. He he was the face of Spanish football for a decade, and and he was the face of Barcelona for a decade as well. And without PK, Spain maybe don't win that World Cup. And I think it's it's one of the the most curious and and funny things that. I mean, people used to batter PK saying he hates Spain and that he's he's against Spain and everything, but he played over 100 times for Spain and brought them their most glorious era. And so, yeah, PK, I, I think the the noise that surrounds him, it was something that he looked for as well. It was something that he kind of brought on himself because he wasn't afraid to to engage and, and answer what he thought, as Roman says. And that sort of... I think took away from the discussion about him as a footballer, um, and if you want to look at him as a footballer and what he achieved, as as you just kind of listed, then yeah, Roman has a as a just claim to call him potentially the best Spanish central defender of all time. Well, what a way to finish! Fantastic words there. Thank you to Roman and Rory for your fantastic insights and memories there. I'm sure the listeners will have many of their own too. Um, so yeah, Saturday night. Barca Almeria can now Gerard Piquet's final game at home in front of the fans. And I'm sure, despite being whistled in recent weeks, I'm sure the fans will come and, and recognise his legacy and, and give him the ovation that he absolutely deserves. So on that note, it's time for us to leave you. But thank you very much again for your thoughts. Thank you for listening. You can catch more reaction at La Liga Lowdown and you can subscribe to our new Substack, llonline.substack.com for plenty more where that came from. Thanks again. And uh, gracias, Gerard.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.